0: Welcome to Season 2 of Rush of Fear Podcast, where we chat all things Halloween Horror Nights, Universal Orlando's premier scare event. Tonight, for Episode 9, we will be doing another deep dive into the history of HHN 1995. So now, let the mayhem begin. What a rush of fear. Uh, hi. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode. I hope you enjoyed that little uh, reaction that I did with um, Mark for, what was it, the Horrors of Blumhouse. That was fun. But we are back with the whole team once again. So I am <laughs> Kenneth, as you know, and with me is Maddie.
1: Hi. Hello. Good morning.
0: And back from the land of the dead, uh, <laughs> making an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time since I don't know when, welcome Michelle.
2: Hi. I mean, I was in Rome, so I guess technically that could be the land of the dead. I don't <laughs> know. Ooh, you were with the Nightingales. I was.
0: Oh yeah. It was so
2: freaking cool, guys! I was on the floor of the Colosseum. I got to go down like in the underground of the Colosseum and see where they oh. kept the peoples and the animals and all. That's of the where stuff. Nightingales
0: took place. Was literally yeah. right there,
2: mm-hmm. dude. It was so cool. So That's awesome. awesome. But happy to That's be there.
0: Awesome.
2: <laughs> Jet Setter Michelle. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yes, yes, yes. That's awesome. Well, good to have you back. And uh, yeah, the gang's all here.
1: Yay. We are all here. Well, like Kenneth said, tonight we'll begin our history lesson with Halloween Horror Nights 5, which was titled Curse of the Crypt Keeper. Uh, and this was... HHN 1995, which was the year I was born, (laughs) so that's super fun. Aw, you're baby. (laughs) I know. I know. It's okay. Uh, So for this year, Universal wanted to put a face to its very popular Horror Nights event, so they enlisted the services of the wisecracking horror host, the Crypt Keeper. The Crypt Keeper took some time away from his hosting duties on the HBO show Tales from the Crypt to oblige. The likeness of the Crypt Keeper would be used to help sell and market the event. He'd be plastered all over advertisements, merchandise, billboards, and even the park map. Thus, the Horror Nights quote-unquote icon was born. Uh, this year's event once again took place inside Universal Studios Florida, but this time for 15 nights running from October 11th through November 2nd, beginning at 7 pm and ending at midnight. And that those were the times for all of the nights for the event this year. and the single admission ticket went up a whole dollar. <laughs> So thirty-seven dollars plus tax. Really breaking the bank with that one, honestly. Wow. I know.
0: Only seven to twelve. Yeah. That's so short.
1: That's like I think that's what they did boobash last year. Was like that
2: tiny tiny. Yeah, frame. that's about yeah, exactly. For boobash. Yeah.
0: I just Which, want to talk about oh, what's up, Michelle?
2: No, oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say that which, you know, 7 to 12 for an event that's brand new, I guess, for them was like, yay, the park's staying open late. Cool. You know. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. True, true, true.
0: I was I was just going to say how smart it is to use, you know, this early in the in the event's life to say, oh, you know, there's a great show on HBO with like a horror anthology series that has its own host. And he can be the host of our event, too. And mm-hmm. uh, like that's just so smart that they were, you know, had the uh, the idea to just, you know, people already know who this guy is, and he'll help get people over here, and yeah. then we we know that in, you know, five years from now at this point we'll introduce uh, Universal or Horror Nights' first original icon with Jack um but at that point it's like okay people are kind of familiar with what this is now we can start making up our own characters but here like yeah of course it makes so much sense to bring in the a guy from tv you know yeah know.
2: very true
1: i feel like they've always been very smart with that even from the beginning they like knew how to market this event that they didn't really know if it would take off or not and then they just got smarter every
2: year for yeah. sure yeah and thirty seven dollars plus tax for a ticket, oh my god that's
1: like that's like the price of like three drinks now Th-
0: that's almost the price of parking
2: that's yeah, <laughs> that's true, yeah, they did up parking to twenty seven dollar well that's isn't that the price of like um valet or or is it premium oh yeah, premium? Maybe. Uh, I think for so parking? yeah yeah, totally it's been like been almost up to forty now it's like 137 (laughs) per ticket. It's craziness. (laughs) I know. Um, All right. At this event, there were only three houses. (laughs) Hmm. Um, So we start with (laughs) Crypt Keeper's Dungeon of Terror in the Earthquake queue. There is no apparent escape. Will you become the dungeon's next victim? Hmm. Did you guys ever see anything about the Crypt Keeper? What do you mean? Did you watch it? Like, did you watch anything? No. I, the I have of the Crypt.
0: one of my college roommates. Actually, well, like, he's my be- one of my best friends from high school. He had, um, a, like a bo- some box sets of Tales from the Crypt. So we we watched a few episodes when we were in college, and it was interesting. Um, I think that was my first introduction to like. Well, no, that's not true. Because Are You Afraid of the Dark was like the kids version of Tales yeah, from the Crypt. Yeah, that's
2: true. True.
0: Um. So, but yeah, this was definitely much more adult. You know, it's on HBO. It's a little more, uh, a little scarier, a little more gruesome, I might, I guess you could say.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just remember, like, I was pretty young too when crypt keeper was out. Um but I remember like just catching bits and pieces when I wasn't supposed to, you know, when the adults <laughs> had the TV. Um yeah. and he wasn't super scary, he was actually kind of funny even. But I didn't ever watch like a full show or anything, but I did I do remember seeing the crypt keeper. So it would have been cool to see to see a house he was actually in it, I'm assuming, so that's kind of cool.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. That would be cool. Yeah. I also know there uh there's a show that I love called Comedy Bang Bang that's a podcast and it was a, a TV show for a while and every Halloween they would try to do a Halloween episode and they did one that was like a parody of uh uh tales from the crypt but instead of getting the crypt keeper cuz he wasn't available they got his brother the bookkeeper and he's <laughs> he looks just like the crypt keeper except he's an accountant and <laughs> <laughs> he makes <laughs> He uh he makes all the same kinds of puns and stuff that the Crypt Keeper does, except he's like, oh, I can't think of any examples of the kinds of puns, but he he basically say like, instead of this horror related thing, I prefer this accounting related thing that like, it would be like a play of onwards. And it's always great to describe a joke and not have an example of it. So, you know. Which, hey, listen, I do bookkeeping. (laughs) I'm
2: literally at a bookkeeping job as we record. Um, And let me tell you, accounting is almost scarier than any horror (laughs) movie you can ever imagine. So, yeah.
1: Um, (laughs) Math in general. Yeah, no, I never watched. I never watched it. Like I said,
2: I'm a baby. I was born this year, so. Yeah, true. (laughs) (laughs) How old were you in 95, Kenneth?
0: Uh, I, I would have turned five mm. before I was five when this event was happening. My birthday is late September. So, mm. okay, um, yeah, in 1990.
2: So. so 95, I was 14, but I was raised Mormon. So I was not allowed to watch HBO. Oh, so. sure. Um, fair. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right next fair. house. Terror Underground Transit to Torment. Mm. Hmm. Huh. Underworld dwellers are waiting for you on the subway. They want you to scream for your life located at Nazarmans. That sounds kind of cool. Nazarman's
0: yeah. Nazarman's is that we, we talked about this last time on the last we history. Did. That, that's like where the Anti Anne's is in New York.
1: Oh, so like Sting Alley.
0: Yeah. I think okay. they used to use the inside of like that whole block where the like Blues Brothers stage and the Auntie Anne's right. is. We
1: did talk about that last time.
0: Because if you look where the Blues Brothers stage is, when you go around that block to the back side of that wall, um, the Nazerman's facade is still there. It's just right. not, not used for anything.
1: All of that is actually... Blocked off with construction walls at the moment. Like, both of those side streets. So, the side street with the Blues Brothers and then the side street um, on the other side of that one. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm assuming, I'm hoping, they're redoing the brickwork on the ground. Because it's been getting rough recently. And, like, I definitely... it's Because it's that old cobblestone. Yeah. And some of the cobbles are not even and I'm ho- I'm hoping they're just redoing that but I'm also hoping because that's a huge area for stay and scream so I'm hoping yeah. that it oh, it'll be
0: of, yeah it'll be done by then um I think they have been like slowly re- redoing a lot of the uh like pavement work because they were yeah. doing the same thing over in front of animal actors they and, were um, I don't know if it's still closed but they had like Central Park blocked off yeah. You had to walk through the Lagoon Show viewing area.
1: <laughs> yeah. When I was there on Saturday, um, filming stuff for the UOP TikTok on, let me tell you, the hottest day of the year. <laughs> oh, man. I had I had to go home. It was so unbelievably hot. But yeah, they had opened up because the previous time that I had come, the animal actors area was blocked off and I was all turned around and didn't know how to get anywhere, apparently. <laughs> but then this time on Saturday, the two side streets were blocked off, but Animal Actors was opened. So Okay. Yeah.
0: So yeah. Little by little they're just repaving the whole park.
1: hmm And taking things away from us as well, which is very sad. <laughs>
2: well, back to history as opposed to the present.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Um, so have you guys ridden a subway? I'm assuming you have. Like an actual underground subway, so uh, they're kind of creepy. Yeah. They are. That, this is actually a concept that I would love to see play out now. Mm-hmm. Somehow, I would like Remember to feel the... like I'm going literally under the ground, and I'm in a sub. That that would be a, a yeah. really really that cool really original. Cool. Remember the subway scene from the
1: like Black Lighthouse in twenty eight the zombie Oh
0: yeah um that? Oh, uh, if it uh, had dead zombies exposure. my eyes dead exposure
2: my eyes were closed i do not remember <laughs> <laughs> that was a good scene because
1: they had like the mannequin zombies kind of like placed in the subway scene and then they had lights on the windows to make it look like you were moving and the sound of like a moving subway. But what was funny was a lot of the time, and I heard this happen to other people, a lot of the times people would stop behind the mannequin zombies because they thought that they were like people in front of them. (laughs) And so the line would get super backed up because people weren't moving because they thought that the person in front of them wasn't moving, but the person in front of them was actually a
0: mannequin.
2: That's hilarious. That that happened
0: to me. That happened to me not in the... (laughs) Not in the subway scene, but in the scene after it. Oh. Uh, yeah, I was like very confused. I was like, why yeah. isn't this person moving? What are we doing? <laughs> Come on, go. I
1: agree, though, Michelle. <laughs> I think that the subway, it is very creepy. But this year, isn't there rumored to be an underground? Something
2: underground, yeah. Yeah, hold on. What's the name yeah. of it? Um... Oh, where'd it go? Oh, they may have taken it off, um, yeah, but like a whole thing underground where you're in underground the subway creatures part a car would be, and I wish I'd kept my eyes open now in dead exposure because that whole concept <laughs> of like making it feel like it's moving would be mm-hmm. so cool to go through that, now. That yeah. scene
0: also had a really good mirror scare where you were looking down. Down like the subway, and it looked like the train continued down, and there was a zombie standing there yeah. in front of you. But then it was actually a mirror, and the zombie was standing right next to you.
2: <gasps> cool.
0: Yeah, it was real cool.
2: It was neat. Good times, huh?
0: Uh, yeah. Liter-
2: literally, eyes closed, like, <laughs> like that. I'm so. First of all, I was just still a chicken shit at that point in my life. <laughs> And second, I am like zombies is my biggest stupid fear. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I hate them. I hate zombies. So, yeah, I literally was like holding on to Audrey, eyes closed, head buried in the nape of her neck and just went through the house like that. That's fair. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We've all been there. We've all done it. (laughs)
2: Okay, no shame. Um, The third house was Universal's House of Horror in in Soundstage 23. Come face-to-face with some of the most famous horror film legends, if you dare. Dum-dum-dum. So what are the horror film legends? Is that, that, I'm assuming, not the monsters, or was it?
0: I would imagine it's probably the monsters.
2: Let's see. Horror film legends.
0: Because House of Horror is kind of the name that was given to Universal because of the classic monsters, you know, how they in- invented basically the horror film?
1: mm mm-hmm. um, Well, over in Hollywood, there was the House of Horrors, Universal House of Horrors, which was the stand, the like permanent haunted house that they had for many, 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 many years with that big castle facade yeah. that they then took out and replaced with The Walking Dead, I believe. It was in that same area. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. It says, this house celebrated the most famous monsters in horror movie history. Reportedly, they used actual movie props from old Universal Monster movies. This house would be the second known dual house to be featured at the event, with the first being the Boneyard. Um, Experience. Monsters who appeared in this house included... Frankenstein's monster, Dracula, Phantom of the Opera, the Hunchback of Notre Dame, the Wolfman, the Mummy, Jekyll and Hyde, and from some accounts, Chucky, which was unlikely due to the house reportedly only being classic monsters. Um, Psycho was there as well. Um, There was also an execution scene featuring an electric chair and a guillotine. Yeah, Old Smokey. Good old Florida history. Uh, Yeah. In this, oh, this is so cool. In this house, the guests could choose one of two pathways that would lead them through a unique haunted house experience. Both pathways would lead to rooms featuring the classic Universal monsters, and it is unknown what the exact difference between the two was. However, some sources say that one side was themed to classic monsters and the other side was themed to new movie monsters.
0: That would be very hmm. cool.
1: Yeah. Awesome! I like it. I would love for them to
0: try to do something like that again. The duel, the like two
1: pathway, yeah, yeah. I love that Norman Bates is thrown in with classic monsters.
0: (laughs) I mean, it makes sense because when did Psycho come out? That was in like what the sixties.
1: Um, nineteen sixty.
0: Oh, so that call. was not long after like the Universal Monsters were still coming out because Creature from the Black Lagoon is from the 50s. Yeah. I'm looking up when that one came out, 1954. So only six years later, we got Psycho. Mm-hmm. So he kind of... I mean, Norman Bates is a contemporary of, of the Monsters in a way.
2: That's fair. Just such a different... Um, concept like the monsters are very make-believe and norman bates is well a human yeah yeah. it doesn't like mesh well to me but i guess they figured it out and regardless it would have been cool
0: yeah Mm -hmm. it's just i mean it's just a classic you know
2: I sent you guys a link
1: to that article cuz there's more pictures at the bottom. And the 7th picture in like the grouping is a above look at the dual pathways.
0: Oh. Uh-huh. The 7th picture.
1: Mhm. It's like 7 out of 12.
0: Oh yeah, I see that. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: It's so cool.
0: And we'll post this up on the Instagram.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: Cool, so that everyone can go see what we're looking at.
1: <laughs> I also love the picture of Dracula. It's just such old-timey Dracula, like cartoony Dracula <laughs> with the red cape and the white face and the Oh s- yeah, look jacket. at him. jacket. <laughs>
0: it's like the Dracula from the the Beetlejuice show.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aw. Very Man. cool. I yeah,
0: wish I could cool. have
1: gone back in
0: these years. Yeah, it was like a completely different world. Hmm. Um. Well, okay. That does it's it for tough. houses. Mm-hmm. So now we will go on to scare zones. There were two scare zones this year. Uh, I believe we've already had both of these. So these are returning scare zones from previous years. First of all, we have Horrorwood, uh, which was on Hollywood Boulevard. Ghouls and evil things everywhere. Okay, very descriptive. <laughs> <laughs> and we had Midway of the Bazaar in Amity. Uh, evil is everywhere. You're at the mercy of the fiendish carnival of Scarectors, in quotes, which maybe looks like the uh, first time the term was used, if they're putting it in quotes like that. Maybe perhaps that would be, I'd fun. be interested to know where, when and where that term got first used. Was it a backstage thing that then suddenly got, you know, figured out by the public? Cause now it's in the map. I first saw that oh, reading, yeah. like the survival tips in the map. The first time I went to horror nights and I was scared and I was like, mm-hmm. Oh look, this thing has tips. Okay. Let me read them. <laughs> and then I read the word characters and I said, Okay, this is silly fun. I think I'm gonna like this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So the midway silly of the bazaar, that whole carnival freak show aspect, has pretty much been there from the beginning of the of the event to this point, right? In Which some, one, one way or another, the midway of the bazaar with the whole like mm-hmm. freak show carnival stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the scare zones haven't, to this point, still haven't been, like, completely developed the way that we know them today.
0: Yeah, it doesn't seem like they're trying to, like, tell a story uh in these yet. Yeah, they're just putting scary people out in the street.
1: Right. Yeah. It looks like for Horrorwood, everything was pretty much the same. Um for Horror Nights 5 as it was for Horror Nights 4. Who's talking?
0: Who's talking?
1: Yeah, I just heard... That was weird. I just heard talking. Anyways, my apartment's definitely haunted. Um, so Chainsaw Drill Team, Lizzie Borden Band, Monks in the Hood. So everything we talked about in that 1994 episode looks like came back um, for a second year for five
0: well all right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean yeah, not use a lot what of development. you have. No. Exactly. And uh it, it does uh make sense that, you know, they're trying to build up the lineup of houses. It looks like uh was was three a jump up from the year before? I don't remember what how many there were in the nineteen ninety four, but you know.
1: I think it was it, just three.
0: I'm sure that the team working on them was a lot smaller than it is now. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm sure Let's that they were see. dedicating all of the all of the energy and time and budget to building those houses. And they said, "Well, just throw scary people out in the street. Get those, you know, <laughs> get those uh, sideshow out performers out on Amity." And uh, well, you know, that's fine.
1: <laughs> oh, in '94, they had four houses.
0: <gasps> A step down. Oh. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine the outrage? If can they- you
1: imagine if we had lost a house this year, the outrage. Yeah, yes. that's what <laughs> back I mean. Back then. Oh, oh. oh.
2: <laughs> now, oh yeah.
0: If it's they weird. suddenly said this year we have nine houses, people mm. would riot, and I there's no reason telling. to do that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> They're going to raise the prices and take away houses.
0: Yeah.
1: Hmm. <laughs>
0: All right, and then we're going to move on to shows. There were three shows at the event this year. Remember when the event was all shows? Um,
1: Good times.
0: Yeah, so first of all, we had the, at this point, staple of Halloween Horror Nights, Bill and Ted's Excellent Halloween Adventure 4. Uh, This (laughs) returned to the Wild West Theater. Check it out. The boys are back with a host of infamous characters. The action is bigger and better than ever. Uh, Maddie, does that site you're looking at have a description of what this show was? The Bill and Ted? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Let's, let's see.
0: Let's do, hear do, some do. details.
1: Okay. According to... Oh, why does it keep moving? Stop it. Okay, according to this article, the show features interactions between Kevin Costner and Dennis Hopper from Waterworld. Oh, fabulous. No. Uh, John Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson from Pulp Fiction. The show also featured Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester, blah, 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 Sylvester Stallone, the Riddler, Batman, and Bruce Willis.
0: Okay. hmm That makes sense. I think yeah. ninety five is uh maybe the year Batman Forever came out. I want to mm-hmm. say. I remember that when sounds that about movie right. came out and yeah. all the like, you know, toys and you know, Happy Meals and all that stuff that went with it, mm-hmm. very vividly. Um, well, all right. So Bill and Ted's there. We also have The Price Is Fright. I'm on record as saying this is the best thing that ever happened to Halloween (laughs) Horror Nights, and I wish I could have seen it. Uh, (laughs) Once again on the Animal Actors stage, come on down with Beetlejuice, your ghost host with the most. Take the challenge of the wildest game show in the underworld. So fun. Bring it back.
2: Right. I mean, it's just a given. The name, Mm -hmm. the price is fright. It's just perfect. Bring Mm -hmm.
0: it back. Uh, and the Animal
2: actor stage is not being used for anything else during Horror Nights.
0: It's True. not. They so why do not? It. Or even like, you know, do it in the Fear Factor stage if nothing else is going on now. We don't know what's happening in there.
2: Or for something like that, like it could literally be a stage in the streets somewhere because it's probably not going to draw a huge crowd like Academy of Villains or Jack, but like just have it on a stage somewhere and Mm -hmm. or make it a scare zone. That would be cool, too. Oh, Mm -hmm.
0: yeah. So many choices, but I want to see that show come back. Yeah, this is my official (laughs) uh, like petition, my wish list item uh if anyone in, in
2: totally start a real petition for it
0: yeah if anyone from the horror knights team is listening th- <laughs> like we want this
2: please
0: i don't please. know if like the rest of the like you know community is on board with me on about this but let's do it price is fright who would not like it yeah all right anyway i
1: would just love to see beetlejuice like be in Horror Nights more like he used to. Like yeah, we had him last year in his house for the first time which was awesome. And I really his energy is so fun. And I would love to see him like out on the streets. Yeah. I think it would be cool. Even like the make it a smaller show and do it on the Blues Brothers stage. And don't bring the scare zone in New York down as far so there's not like an overlap in like music. Like extend the extend New York further up towards um, like Jimmy Fallon and not as far down to Starbucks. And then you can do it right there on that uh, Blues Brothers stage.
0: Oh, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that stage is tiny. It barely fits three people on it, but. Um, extend it idea. out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, what was I going to say? Also, I've been I've been thinking about this for a while that, you know, there's no daytime family Halloween event for at Universal. Mm-mm. Uh and there should be, and I feel like a great choice for like a host for a family-friendly daytime Halloween offering would either be uh Beetlejuice or or Casper, the friendly ghost, which is a Universal <laughs> movie.
1: <laughs> Casper! That would be so fun.
0: It'd be great if they just had some stuff other than like the, what is it? The scarecrow stock where you just walk around and look at, at scarecrows. I mean, it's a nice little thing to do, Mm -hmm. but it's not much of like a, it's not a Halloween event for it per se. Yeah. Um, You know, it'd be, it'd be fun if they had some daytime stuff for the the kids. Like the trick or
1: treating they do at SeaWorld.
0: Yes, exactly. And some, some, fun spooky characters. We got to get like SpongeBob and Patrick wearing the costumes like they do in Hollywood. Like why don't we have that here? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Or like the we cuz for Mardi Gras during the pandemic, they put all of the daytime regular characters in some sort of Mardi Gras garb. Yeah. And that was that was the most fun. Like I that was a great way to turn a bad time and just add something different. And something fun that everyone will enjoy. Like yeah. the the mystery gang had like Mardi Gras stuff on. And if they wore like little Halloween costumes, that would be so cute.
0: We gotta do it.
2: I know. We I got wanna see to do, do the, it as, yeah. if, as, if, it as if we have the power to do it. <laughs> <I know.
0: laughs> hey, Let's go we'll do it, guys. We'll just Come go on. in there and we'll do it. Who's gonna stop us? I All think
1: right. one year they should just <laughs> like temporary hire a bunch of uh, like horror nights fans and have them create the event.
0: Ooh, oh, a <laughs>
2: panel! They need to make a panel. <laughs> you know, like Disney has the Disney Moms panel. You guys, know about this. It's like it's like a I mean it's a legit thing that people like fight over trying what? to get into this mom's panel thing. So if you go to to the Disney website and you go to their like frequently asked questions or you type in a question, the people that answer are from this panel that's chosen every year.
1: Oh my god, and gosh. it's
2: just regular people who are like Disney fanatics and it's it's a huh. whole thing. So I can't wait yet, to be
0: we need an HHN be...
2: panel of fans. Can you yeah. imagine the craziness?
0: I'm going to be walking out of the park, you know, one night at Horror Nights, and the the survey people are going to stop me. They're like, "Hey, do you have any thoughts?" I'm like, "I'm glad you asked. I have a lot of ideas." And I pull out a <laughs> like huge a notepad, notepad. <laughs> of like I plan the whole event for next year. Dude. I don't have to do anything. I'll, I got it all right here.
1: <laughs> it would be it would be the goriest year. Because I I feel like that's one thing that I always hear, like, mention of is, like, there's not enough gore nowadays and la, la, la. Like, it would be the goriest year. Bill and Ted would be hosting the entire event, not just their own show. Yes. Like, it would be wild. But, yeah, yeah I think that would be fun. All these other companies are doing fan service. Marvel, Star Wars, Disney. I want to see some universal HHN fan service. Yes. yeah that would be great. Yeah. God, we have but so many
2: good ideas.
0: <laughs> we do still have one more show to talk about.
1: Wait, two more shows. Uh-oh. Did we miss were, one on here?
0: There were three shows. Bill and ah. Ted, The Price is Fright, and Rock of Ages.
1: Looks like performed. our pod father forgot one, though. So after you're done, I'll give you another one.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Rock of Ages performed in front of the New York Public Library. Experience the Crypt Jam with music legends from this world and beyond. It's a street party like no other. So I'm get, it sounds like it's like a like a like a concert or like a live music show.
1: Um doo, doo, doo. Yeah. The show was a rock and roll party on the streets of New York. Um band band was called The Raven and the Nevermores. Um, There was a DJ that played pop songs from the 60s and 80s. Michael Jackson's famous song, The Thriller, The Thriller, Thriller played. Um, It says allegedly an actor portraying O.J. Simpson also appeared in the show. What? Question mark. (laughs) Okay. Strange. All right. I mean, whatever floats your boat. Yeah. 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 Good stuff.
0: Okay. And you said there's one more show that we didn't
1: have Yeah, there? this website has one more show. Um
0: and what website is this that you're looking at?
1: This is oh where'd it go? Horror nights Horror Nights. No 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 Halloween Horror Nights dot fandom dot com, but gotcha. also Horror Nights Wiki. There's like two okay. different names. Yeah. Um Let's see. It was called Crypt Keeper's Revenge, The Knights of Hell, Knights with a K. So like UCF Knights. Yeah. Uh, It was one of the four (laughs) shows featured in HHN5, and it was located on the Studio Lagoon. Oh,
0: fun. Yeah.
1: So it says the waters churn as evil comes to life to launch a supernatural battle beyond your wildest dreams. The show places guests who could view the show in the water across from the Back to the Future ride along the lakeside of Central Park. The Crypt Keeper would introduce the show, and the show itself featured pyrotechnics, lasers, and a large 45 by 90 foot water screen that showed original horror clips. The final had a giant skeleton rising from the lagoon that would talk to the audience, and at the end, the Crypt Keeper would close out the show. That sounds crazy. Yeah, I will send you all this link because there is a video and pictures.
0: (gasps) Cool. Okay. So, is this like. Link to that video, too. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So, this is like Horror Night's first lagoon show in HHN
2: 5 Yeah. With the Crypt Keeper. That's awesome. Crypt Keeper's Revenge. Mm hmm. That
0: sounds Um,
1: great.
2: Yeah.
0: That skeleton rising out of the water. I want to know how they did that.
2: I know.
1: That would be so cool. It's like one of those uh, Home Depot skeletons, but just from 1995. Um, It looks like a lot of rides were also open. This is the first time that it has shown rides being open on this website because this is the website that I usually pull up when we record these. So, Confrontation was open, Hitchcock 3D, the theater was open. Uh, Hanna-Barbera, E.T., Earthquake, uh, Beetlejuice. Oh, the Graveyard Review apparently had shows during the event. Oh, wow.
2: Beetlejuice
1: is
0: busy.
1: Yeah. Jaws was open. Back to the Future was open. Sounds Um, like
0: everything was open.
1: Yeah. Man, what a time. All right, guys, I think that'll do it for this episode. Thank you for listening, and we will be seeing you soon in the fog. I believe seven weeks until the event starts, 52 days. So that's super exciting. Yeah.
0: 51 when this episode drops.
1: That is true. Uh, so, until next time for more content, be sure to check out our Facebook page at facebook.com/RushOfFear and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at RushOfFearPod.
0: For more general Universal Orlando Resort news, check out our friends and UUOP network hosts over at the Unofficial Universal Orlando Podcast, wherever podcasts can be found.
2: And for all of your vacation needs, be sure to reach out to Vacations at michelle at portkeyvacations.net, and I'll get you taken care of. Yeah. And? Oh, 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 (laughs) no, let me announce that.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, And be sure to check out Kenneth's band, Pangolin, everywhere you listen to music online and follow them on social media at pangolinfl. I
1: actually have news this time before we go.
0: Oh, <laughs> yay! What's up?
2: Okay, so uh,
1: the UUOP, our network hosts, have created a TikTok account. And I, as a millennial slash Gen Zer, because my age group is weird, am gonna be running the TikTok account. So you're gonna see my face all over that. So if you wanna go follow it, Ooh. please do, because we need at least a thousand followers to post the link tree that I just made. <laughs> Uh, so that's uh, TikTok, and we are U U O P O D. So, like U U O pod. Yeah. Yay. Yay.
0: I will go and give that a follow right away. Thanks, Yes, am <laughs> Well, thank you for listening, everybody. The podcast has come to an end. Now, get out.
1: Bye bye.